Did you see Max drive the 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 Honda with the IndyCar engine in it? No, where was this? Yeah, when he was down when in Florida, they have this 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 Honda CRV that has it's modified Honda CRV that has I think it's CRV. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this. The t- the car type, but the that's got a uh, one of the IndyCar engines in the back of it, and Max drove it around before Miami. I just saw the the video like last week. Oh, sick! Yeah, um, <laughs> they asked him how he liked the engine. He's like, the handling's pretty good. What are you talking <laughs> about? The car? <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't choose to 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 make any compliments on the the actual engine. <laughs> the Honda IndyCar engine, especially as Red Bull's about to part ways with uh, Honda soon. Yeah, apparently Lewis this week said that he would like to try out, not necessarily race in uh, these series, but uh, a NASCAR and an IndyCar just for a test. Yeah, I saw that. I saw he was interested in old school tests, so just like a one-off. Let me try your car. He he had he had done a test with. Uh, What's his face? Um, wow, there's my knowledge of NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> help me out here. Early, early two thousands. Jeff Gordon. Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> the one name I should have known, or uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. That was before. Yeah, I think that's cool. I want to see drivers try out cars that are you know from other disciplines and like do like those swaps like you did with you know Valentino Rossi a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, and and also Fernando did one. With a, a NASCAR in, in uh, Bahrain, I believe. It was actually Jimmy Johnson uh, drove his car and Fernando drove a, a NASCAR. <laughs> Fernando did not have a lot of nice things to say about the that car. <laughs> he, he basically bitched about the, the gearbox, uh, the, the handling, the suspension. He's like, there's no grip. It basically just said there's no grip, which I mean... Yeah. When you're driving a Formula One car versus a NASCAR, there's, you know, if you've ever seen it, any sort of NASCAR race, the the car just like the moment it's touched just loses the back end and you're into the wall. Lewis was open to that. It's a bit of a, uh, it's a bit of a, not deviation, but a bit of a, he's just far from where he, he was at one point, especially with Indy cars. And he and Graham Ray Hall had like a back and forth. It's funny. But speaking of, of Honda engines, I think there's, there's other news too. Honda recently announced that they were pulling out of F1 for the second time. And every time they do that, they do it when they're at the top of their game, which I don't understand. Honda's got a good pullout game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or not, because then they regret it and they want to come back. <laughs> Ooh, no one likes to regretting a pullout. Or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how far you're gonna go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying out new content. <laughs> they got out of F1 just before Braun bought them and won the title, and now Red Bull's dominating F1 and they're coming out. And the word on the street or in the paddock is that. Aston Martin and Honda are aiming for a closer partnership, which I find weird because you'll have Aston Martin as kind of the team name, which is also a car manufacturer. And then you'll have the engine from another car manufacturer. But, you know, there's been there's been more odd things in F1. So wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Yeah, that's a weird one, though. Um, There's another piece of, of miscellaneous news that came out which I don't know that much about. I think you know a little bit more about it. Tell me there's something with with Alpine? 
I know nothing about this. So, I mean, I was I was surprised last race weekend with Rossi, Lauren Rossi, uh, CEO of Alpine, uh, basically calling out his team in public. And not only did he do that on French TV on Canada Bruce, he also did it on FormulaOne.com. It didn't go down really well because it's only been a few races. And it seems that, I don't know, I think his lack of F1 experience is kind of showing here. Uh, but apparently other rumors from the paddock are that Otmar was spotted going in and out of the Ferrari garage what? seven times during last race weekend. And apparently he was asking around basically what Binotto was up to because it seems that, uh, well, Rossi's called out Otmar clearly. And if you're reading, not even between the lines, he says the buck stops at Otmar. So if Alpine doesn't get its shit together, according to Rossi, Otmar's out. Wow. So oh, Binotto, Binotto, who's on gardening leave, which means <laughs> when you're when you're let go from a team, you're not allowed to take a role for a certain amount of time and you have to basically stay at home and garden. So I guess Binotto is growing some of that sweet Italian basil uh, these days. But he could be called up by Alpine and running a French team soon. Who knows? I mean, Weird. are we surprised at any of these moves anymore? I don't know, man. Um there's a lot there's a lot to be discussed. Let's roll that intro and get into this episode. A question for all of you except Roman Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to, uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. There's there's some other just news in the paddock too that happened. I want you to share this one about a certain uh, other Dutchman. So we all know Danny Rick is the reserve driver for Red Bull, but part of his role also means that he's the reserve driver for AlphaTauri on certain weekends where AlphaTauri doesn't have access to other drivers if they're too far, for example. Right. And he had a seat fit for Red Bull in Australia home race. Well. I guess, I don't know if it could be a home race if you're not racing, but in in his home country. And he went to AlphaTauri to get his seat done there because it's a different chassis, different car. And obviously with DeVries's recent run of form, which hasn't been that good. If you listen to our past few podcasts, we're, we're a little worried about him. Rumors are already starting about, is Danny Rick replacing DeVries? Are the Red Bull bosses kind of getting impatient? And then Helmut just came out and said, he's got this triple header, either perform or we're going to do what we do at Red Bull. <laughs> well, you know where I stand on that. <laughs> you remember how he got the C last year, right? Well, yeah, he filled in. He filled in in Monza in a Williams beat. Latifi, who we haven't mentioned at all this year. Wow, he's only been out for five races. Beat Latifi, <laughs> scored really a no, point. No need. 
<laughs> the goat, the goatee. And uh, everyone, he was the talk of the paddock. And it seemed like at one point he could choose basically which team he, he was going to race in in 2023. And just as fast as that happened, now it seems like people want to throw him out on the curb. This isn't even silly season. This is like just straight savagery from Red Bull, uh, the Red Bull, Red Bull team unit. But yeah, no, we've been we've been worried about DeVries now for a few races, and it's looking like Lawson or DR three. It's looking more like it would be Lawson rather than DR three, depending on the weekend. Red Bull could do. They've done this crazy kind of thing before, where they just put you know a driver for a couple of races, then they change. To test it out, right? Honestly, if I'm DR three right now, I'm staying away from that seat. Oh, hundred percent. You could only lose by getting outperformed by Yuki. That would be horrible for your career. That would be such a regression for him to just to get back in that seat just because it's there. You know, sometimes you got to say no, and this is a situation where it's like, I'm good. Also, I heard that they might do a, a rebrand. You know, this was this team was called AlphaTauri now and it was called Toro Rosso before and they might be rebranding it because they're, they're not selling enough uh, apparel because it's an apparel company. So maybe they want Danny Rick to come in, do a few races, sell a few t-shirts and then, you know, see Who what knows, the next marketing dude. strategy is. I don't is. know. AlphaTauri <laughs> never made sense to me as a brand, but <laughs> like it never. I just... I like the, the colors, clothes, but... The clothes, the clothes are actually pretty nice. Uh, Will Buxton's constantly wearing them. On the on on the grid, uh, yeah, because I'm sure he's getting them for free. Yeah, <laughs> free clothes. I'm aware. Um, I'll take them. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, it 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 does make one wonder if if silly season has begun. It usually, I mean, it's it's once Monaco hits, you start hearing hearing rumors. But yeah, it's early this year. I mean, we have the Binotto. Um, we have you know we have definitely DeVries is sweating right now. Otmar is getting a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, not a great way to start the European season, which we're about no, to. No, it's not. So this is a, a, a tangent from what we were we were just discussing, but there's something that I, I want to address. I just want to say there was there was a little controversy about something I said, and I've been saying about Max recently, and it goes back to Baku when Max and George were racing hard, and in the end, Max won out against George in Baku, but there was damage to Max's car. Max basically called George out on it, called him a dickhead. Uh, there was, there was then in Miami, Max and George weren't even like looking at each other. So there's a little bit of drama, a little bit but, of cold shoulder, a little bit I of love cold it. shoulder, but there was a, one of our listeners called me out and basically Ooh. said that, you know, I can't complain about a driver just because I don't like him, but, in fact, I'd given Max a compliment for for completely outperforming Checo, and <laughs> which my, and I want to clarify, has never happened before. Yeah, <laughs> never happened before. I want to clarify something. You're allowed to criticize a driver and still have respect for him. So I have respect for Max's skill and his talent. What I don't have time for, and granted, like Lewis has done this in the past, and when he does it, I can't stand it. But is when a driver is raced hard, but he's made his entire career out of racing hard. He complains when he, in fact, is raced hard against. And so, you know, Max's comments in Baku, not chill. Uh, his drive in R Miami, uh, 
arguably a masterclass. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I, I need to, I need to come, come clean on that uh, and make that clear. Cause. Wow. Knowles. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like this is a big side of maturity here. <laughs> hey, listen, Max could learn hey. something or two. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're, we're not going to teach him anything about his driving. Cause as we said, right. his, well, his driving was pristine yeah. last weekend. I'm also but... not a formula one driver. So Max has probably <laughs> lots to teach me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen you on the sim knowles. So, uh, what yeah, the fuck's let's, that supposed let's to leave mean, it. Uh, let's leave it at that. <laughs> this could be a good segment. We should do a little sim, uh, <laughs> a little sim, sim battling. Sim, sim, uh, sponsors. Uh, but yeah, dude, anyway, I just, I, <laughs> yes, sponsors. <laughs> I had to get that one out. Um, I wanted to clarify that point, uh, you know, to get called out like that. I was a little, I was a little, a little shocked because I, I was in fact defending Max, not defending him, but it was, I was, I was, you know, being nice to him. Yeah. And maybe sometimes people will react for previous comments. Right. And, uh, and in that last episode, I mean, I was starting to wonder if you were, you were a believer in Max. You, uh, let's not yeah. go so far. I mean, listen, it's, it's believer and just in his driving. Yes. Believer. But you're not a Max fan, but you gave him praise and I'm proud of you for that. Right, Cause you, you, you've acknowledged something that's true. Yeah, and here we're, we, I mean, we could be biased, but we're also pretty objective. I feel at the end. Try to be. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have my biases, but anyway, yeah, I mean, Schumacher's the goat, you know, you think <laughs> still need to Hamilton's do that the goat, you know, <laughs> but yeah, dude, speaking of, 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 well, Ferrari, uh, former Ferrari driver, we are back in Italia and um, kind of breaking news right before we started recording this episode, the paddock has been evacuated at Imola. Yeah, so there's been a lot of rain in Italy the past week and a lot of floods as well. I thought the rain had stopped, but apparently it's ongoing. And there are some doubts now about whether the race is going to happen, I feel, at this point, or if fans are going to be able to make it. I was at Imola last year. I remember a lot of the car parks were just, you know, on on hills, basically muddy grass hills. And if it was flooded, that's still too dangerous. And you couple that with Italian organization, I mean, that could be a disaster this weekend. So... Hopefully there's a lot of sun and it dries out, but at the minute we could, it could be a washout. We might have to do an emergency episode. Oh man, dude, I, that would be crazy. We haven't had a, a washout since, oh, <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. The time that F1 completely fucked its fan, fan, fan base up. And oh yes. Yeah, oh yeah. There Belgium. has been one. <laughs> that, that, that Belgium race. The infamous spa 2021. Spa 2021 when everybody got half points. Yeah. And possibly where Lewis lost out on that title as well. Ooh. Ooh. Not to bring that up uh, again. Oh, dude, why? Why you gotta do that? I had to. I had to. I had to. Um, but this race week on just <laughs> this race weekend has perhaps get your inhalers ready. The longest race name in Formula <laughs> One history. And Let's it, it is. It. You all right, I'll 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 try. The Formula One Qatar Airways Grand Premio del Made in Italy El del Emilia Romagna 2023. <laughs> How long right, did can that I get, take me to say? Can I give it a shot? Yeah, yeah, you give it a shot. Now you try. All right. Formula One Qatar Airways Grand Premio del Made in Italy de la Emilia Romagna 2023. <laughs> 
Like, how many to, different languages are in this? First that of took all. 10 seconds to say, by the way. <laughs> yeah, say that five times fast. Oh my God. Uh, I like the, the switch back to just a pure American accent there. <laughs> made in Italy. Yeah, because yeah, it seems Italy. like the, the, the media and Romagna. Because also, the confusing part is that they're Qatar Airways, which I guess is a, is a common sponsor, but we also have a Qatar race yeah. or, uh, later in the year. So that's not confusing at all. And and the Made in Italy, is that supposed to be an Italian, like, italian board of tourism thing of it's like yeah. made in italy or is it like a made in italy no i think it's a board of uh, tourism thing but it, it who's the title sponsor of this race it makes no sense there's there's a lot of them uh there's two or three it seems but but i guess getting into it like <laughs> the name aside um curious to know who if there is a race because it does look like it's going to be raining who do we mm. think it benefits more the rain the rain yeah because it i mean i don't think i don't think not having a race weekend benefits anyone right i think yeah that would be terrible for the sport and uh, hopefully there's no more flooding because that would be terrible for people who live there in terms of rain i feel like when you have the best car you're you also have the best car in the rain so and we know max is really good in the rain i don't know if it will bridge the gap between the top teams worried that it might actually make the gap bigger because max loves wet conditions yeah but we could have some standout performances i'm interested in seeing what stroll would do in the rain because we know he's really good and you know he's i mean let's be real he's gotten his ass kicked (laughs) this whole season even though alonso loves to make him seem like he's a great teammate but Alonso's destroyed him. Uh, it, it'd be nice to see Lance put in a, a performance. And uh, I've got my eye on Lewis, George. Uh, and um, yeah, I'll tell you who it wouldn't help, though, is Mercedes generally. Because when you bring big updates like they're bringing this weekend, you don't want rain. You want dry track because you're trying to figure out if those updates are working, right? Right, right. right. So that wouldn't be, the, wouldn't be the best way to evaluate those big updates we've been hearing about right i mean it's speaking of yeah so merc is 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 planning big updates um and i think you you would ask the question you know is it going to be a huge change are we going to see a change in pace from them or are they just getting ready for next year you know i think that's that's the question Uh, i think they they need to be fighting for that that second spot in the constructor so i don't think they're I think they're doing a little bit of both, but right. I still think this year is not a wash. They can't just be thinking about next year right now. We're six races in. Yeah. Let's hope that this weekend isn't either. But Wow, nice one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, I would say that the updates are necessary because whatever you do this year also um, is the foundation for your car next year. So for all the Merck fans out there that think that you can just roll up with updates and be a second and a half quicker and take it to max. Uh, let me tell you right now, that's not going to happen. Uh, what they could do is be closer to Aston Martin. And I think that's the goal. Imola in the rain, you're not going to see anything. So basically we'll have to wait for uh, maybe not even Monaco because Monaco is such an atypical track. We'll have to wait till Barcelona usually to see if that Merck update is actually going anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as, as far as that that battle for for P two is concerned, you know we've got Ferrari, Aston, and Merck. Kind of, uh, it's all up in the air. 
and you kind of wonder who who needs i mean ferrari is on home soil they've got to get a result yeah a podium would be great for ferrari uh, i remember last year uh charles was on pole for the sprint uh max had a better car in the race and that that was a race where charles made one of his uh several driving mistakes yeah uh, putting it at the wall finished p6 and i remember i mega drove him that weekend god damn it oh no um, yeah, too optimistic on home soil. And uh, yeah, Ferrari showed some form last weekend, and I think it'd be nice for them to get at least one car on the podium. Yeah. I mean, that that would be a feat already. Let me ask you, as a Ferrari fan, if, if, if I told you this weekend they get a podium, would you be happy with that? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but it depends. You greedy depends sons who, of bitches. <laughs> it depends who's, who, who are the other podium. If it's a crazy race... And Alonso wins, for example, and we have a fucking, I don't know, like Alpine on the podium and Leclerc's third, it would be a little bittersweet, but I'll take it anyway. All right. But you think. Give me a podium. Okay. But you did bring up another point. You think Aston has a chance to sneak a win in this weekend? Mm. Honestly, no. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Unless, Unless we have a Germany 2018 type race, 2018, 2019. Wait, was that the one when Mercedes had the, uh, looks like jackasses? Yep. yep. Where they had, they were dressed up, uh, in 2019. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. When they're dressed up as 1950s mechanics oh, God. and they looked ridiculous. And it was one of the craziest races we've had in the last decade. Oh, yeah. Unless we have one of those races. I don't think, uh, I don't think this is a track for for Aston, and I hope okay. I don't regret saying this. Yeah, I mean Max has won the last two iterations of this race. So. Yeah, Red Bull. I mean, this track is since they've updated this track, uh, it's it's a much faster track, and I think the Red Bull will really dominate here <laughs> once again. Uh, I mean, they yeah. won the first five races. <laughs> well, it's interesting too because it's like is it, obviously we saw what what Max did in Miami which people thought Miami was going to really favor Checo. So it does ask the question, if Checo doesn't get a result this weekend, or no, a result, a result still would be P2. If Checo doesn't win this weekend, is it fair to say that this championship is Max's to lose? I don't see Checo competing over the season, but if he wants to make this a battle, a straight fight, he's got to win. He's got to win this weekend and he's got to, He's got to start putting pressure on Max. Honestly, yeah, I mean, no, he's he, you're not wrong. I mean, we're going into Monaco too, Monaco in some ways favors Checo's driving style more. You would think so, given his results. He won there last year, right. but Max is really fast in Monaco. And if it weren't for that qualifying incident last year, Max would have would have beat him, I think. But the potential, I think, to get things wrong in Monaco is higher. So. Anything can happen. You can hit the wall. If Checo finishes ahead of Max, let's pretend like they might. There's a possibility that someone else wins the race. Um, going into Monaco, I would, I would get excited again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see Checo. I would like to see Checo bring it this weekend. But I think, I think this track clearly favors Max. Monaco, however, I, I think there's, there's, there's a chance that that we could see, uh, we could see. We can see Checo challenge. So this will be the last thing I, I say on it. I think uh, 
and this is again, you know, to anybody who thinks that, you know, I'll just, you know, I, I, I won't give Max's due. I'm, I'm not a Max apologist and I will be very happy to say that out loud and you can call me out whatever you believe, but I will say Max deserves the credit that he, that, uh, that's, that's due to him. Whenever Checo's had, are you laughing? <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just. I feel you're justifying your comments. No, nah, man, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just trying to say, like, people need to actually listen. It's for me. It's that Checo's best results have really only come at you know when when Max hasn't had uh, the performance. Something's happened with his car, basically, mm. or there's been an issue. Except, yes, except for Baku. Hey, also, it, it, it could be a DNF. It could be a technical. Remember how Lewis lost the championship in 2016? Yep. So not to take away credit from Nico Rosberg, because I think Rosberg and Hamilton was way closer of a fight than Perez and Verstappen. But that year, Hamilton was the faster driver by far, and it was reliability that kind of got him. I don't see Red Bull having much re- reliability issues, but... No. Uh, it is one thing that can play. It doesn't have to be just a straight fight between them. It can also just be them racking up one twos and oh, Max has two DNFs and Checo wins the title. Do I think it's gonna happen? Probably not, because I think Checo has a higher potential of like messing up his weekends also and maybe not even coming in, you know, in P one or P two. Who I'm worried about also is my for my boy mullet boy here, Botas. <laughs> mullet boy. <laughs> Bullet boy, mustache boy. Oh, he's got a lot. Good. He, we can give him a lot of different nicknames. I feel. I mean, um, that BBE. Ooh. It's it's funny because he came into this season with some seriously different energy. But I gotta ask, like, we haven't really talked about Alfa Romeo that much this season, and there's a, mm-hmm. there's a clear reason why. Yeah, they've been sliding back, and they might be at times, or yeah, they might just be the slowest team out there. And uh, updates are coming. Uh, just like other teams, they have their update schedule. Uh, Botas was quoted saying, "We need we need some updates because we we can't fight right now with what we've got." Let's keep an eye on that and see where Alpha is because um, Valtteri also said that he he can see himself racing for many many years coming up, and we know that Alpha will become Audi in 2026. And right. I mean, a lot of people are kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen there to see if there's any seats up for grabs. And also, you know, we mentioned silly season. I may have heard Carlos Sainz being linked to that Audi seat in 2026. Just throwing it out there for okay, all right. for the silliness. Okay. Wow. Um, well, <laughs> three years out. So let's uh, let's, let's table <laughs> yes. that one. It's early, bro. It's getting earlier and earlier. <laughs> you know. You know. It's it's another quick thing. I want to say you're usually stat boy, but last week I gotta say, like, I was quick on the numbers when we were we were talking about. Uh, the cost of of food at the Miami Grand Prix. I was like, yeah. And I also have to admit, I was using a calculator. <laughs> Damn. Oh man, yeah. I was impressed though. Yeah. You know, thirty two point five. I was yeah. like, yeah, white boy can do math. It's a yeah. Rain Man shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, we got we've got we've got Imolo this weekend, and we also uh, need to give our predictions. You go first, my friend. It's currently Ooh. my seventy-one points to your forty-eight. So you've got some, 
You got some catching up to do, brother. Yeah, uh, just like Checo, feeling the heat already. Yeah, feel that heat. I mean, it's only worth right. It's 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 a twenty three point gap right now between between the. Yeah, all right, all right, okay. You can do math with a calculator. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that was in my head, brother. I don't know why I just called you brother for the third time this episode. <laughs> all right, time for predictions. Uh, time to close the gap for me. I'm not going to take too many risks this week. I'm putting Max on pole. We haven't seen him on pole recently, and he's been really good. I think Max wins. I think we see something in the race. Alonso has been finishing on the podium, but only in P3. Maybe it's time he brings it up to P2. I will put Leclerc P3 because that is the Ferrari uh, passion talking. Perez in P4, so he might have a bit of a sluggish race. And Hamilton in P5 with the Gromo going to... <sighs> he's under pressure, man. DeVries. I'm Ooh. sorry. Damn, I wasn't sure. Okay. Um, I have a, a different Gromo in mind. Uh, I'm going Max Pole P1. Yep. Uh, I'm going Lewis. Or I'm sorry, Fernando P2 as well. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going Lewis P3. Lewis Podium. Okay. Bold. I'm going to go George P4. Strong weekend. Yeah, and... Charles P five. I think the Mercs. So Perez, have a, I think the Mercs have a good weekend. So Perez is gone. <laughs> I don't know. I think Checo might have an incident, an incident. Oh no! Uh, and uh, my my compatriot Logan Sargent. I hate to do this to you, Gromo. Again, I just want to remind you. You called you called him for Gromo last time as well. I did. Um, yeah, he got called out by James Valls. Actually, uh, he's like he he just kind of needs to step it up a little bit. I did see that. That was the reading through the lines of, uh, yeah, please uh, pick it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pick yeah. up the pace. <laughs> Logan, it, Logan, it's James. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, although I thought he had some good. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Hey, with the heavy rain, it could be anyone's. It could be. It really could be. It could be Max's. You never yeah, know. Man. No one's safe ever, really. Never. But um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this race weekend. I hope it happens. Um, yeah. If you're listening to us, make sure to follow us at the Grandstand F1. If you're not yet following us, follow us on anywhere that podcasts are available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. And for P-Money, this is F. Knowles. We will see you after Imola. Ciao.